and Lex. Two imperfect six-figure business coaches, co-founders, and friends who decided to combine our superpowers to bring to market something we wish we had when we entered the world of coaching. A real, non-BS, intimate, and fun community built with integrity, intention, and a few glasses of wine. In this podcast, we get real. Real about life. Business. Relationships and what it really takes to find your version of success in the world of coaching. Are you ready, Lex? I'm set, Em. Let's coach. Hello, Lexi Smith. Hi, Emily Merrill. (laughs) Can I, I'm sorry, I'm going to brag for a second. I just got the nice, we got off, I had hosted an office hours today for Ready, Set, Coach. Yes. And one of the, um, one of the participants, shout out to Julie, she said, um, I almost fall asleep to you every night, you and Lex in my ears. And that just meant so much to me to hear. And then she has nightmares. Is that what she said? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In her ears, in her ears. She's like, oh, I, you know, even on my runs, I'll listen to you guys. And hearing things like that. And I don't know if you feel the same way, Lex. Like, again, when we talk, guys, we have no idea who's listening. We don't know. I, we don't know where you're listening. We don't know how you're consuming this. But it means so much to us, especially to get comments and feedback like that. I think it blows my mind to this day that there are people that we know, yeah, but tons of strangers out in the world who are listening to us. You know, it's funny, Emily popped on, popped me into the office hour at the tail end, and she was asking the girls in the group, like, what should we record a podcast on today? And this is the podcast, by the way, the one we're in <laughs> conversation. And I pop in and Julie goes, she says something to the effect of, oh, well, I was listening to the one that Lexi was not in, M's mini so I'm like, okay, great. So your favorite episode is the <laughs> one where I was not in it. Sweet, sweet. Not what she said. Not you just what she said. That wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is, it is funny. Um, yeah, it's just so cool to like hear feedback. And then also a lot of the ways that we get inspiration for our podcast are, are through real life conversations we're having with our real life in the moment, ready, set coach, uh, cohort members. They're telling us what they want to hear. They're not only getting us in office hours, they're not not only getting us with one-on-one coaching, they're getting modules from us, but then we're in real time creating podcasts based on the problems that they, they have and how, and we're trying to figure out how to solve them. So basically if you've seen wedding crashers, we're the girls that are like, Oh, fine. <laughs> we will find you. We are everywhere. No, this will in this conversation inspired what we're going to talk about today. Because basically, to backtrack for a second, when you're on a podcast, whether you have one or not, you're talking into this mic, you're talking into the camera, and you're like, "Gee, is anyone actually hearing me?" And this same feeling, the same sentiment, is something that so many people, so many coaches we work with, even ourselves sometimes wonder on social media, we put in all this work, we write all these, what we think are awesome captions. You're Lexi Smith and you take two hours to create one reel. And then you wonder, (laughs) is anyone actually consuming these dang things, right? Such a good question. And here's the thing that I get the most annoyed about y'all. I'll be like, Lexi, I just posted the funniest fill in the blank story, uh, real post. Did you see it? 
And Lexi is my work wife. Like Lexi is basically my shared brain at this point. And she's like, no, I didn't see it either. Like you're not being served in the algorithm or I'm not searching for you. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Right. Literally, actually, Emily probably asks me multiple times a week if I've seen her. Did you see my post this morning? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> well, I think I'm funny. And so I you, are funny. you are funny. You are funny. I enjoy your humor. You are my friend. Um, so <laughs> we're talking about you today. Are my friend. You I are didn't my send friend. you your payment yet this month. <laughs> your mom. Yeah. I didn't get that. I need to call your mom. And um, we actually had to go in on it because it was that expensive. Um, okay. We have a on a payment Rude. plan. Um, but today we're talking about how to select the right social media platform to market your coaching business. Oh, so Lex, I have a question for you. Since you started your business a little after I did, did you have a social media for the PR bar right out of the gate? I did. And did you have a strategy for the PR bar right out of the gate? Yes and no. So the origins of the PR bar, I had the idea for the name before I knew I was going to become a full-time entrepreneur. So I did what I actually coach a lot of people do to do is claim the name. I claim the handle. I put up a splash page of some logo I designed on a random Tuesday or Sunday. <laughs> what knows. Um, and prior, about a year prior to actually deciding to do the damn thing, I was posting educational resources on Instagram. Um, so I didn't really have a strategy. It was kind of a passion project. My first social strategy ended up being turned on, on Facebook, which we can go on, go into in a little bit, but what about you? Mm. You Well, I love that. You said that you were giving informational, informational information. I love that you're giving Mm -hmm. informational tidbits. I always like to think and reference, um, Bumble, Bumble did a really great job on Instagram right out of the gate. I didn't know what Bumble was. I didn't know what they were selling, but I wanted to follow them because they were so freaking funny. They had these incredible memes and that were so shareable that I just followed them for the memes and I would share them with my friends, which probably made them follow them. And so like whatever their strategy was, was just making it really sticky and easy to say yes to following this account. Um, my strategy for six degrees was not a strategy at all. I, if you scroll all the way back to 2014, I think yeah, I started it. So before six degrees was six degrees society, it was called city society. And this was the time when like filters were a thing and you'd have sepia, a uh, little outline, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know exactly what I'm talking I about. Totally like, do. Polaroid <laughs> looking. Um, so I would host lo-fi. At that lo-fi, so-fi. Loaf, there was lo-fi. Lo-fi, lo-fi. Yeah, exactly. I would post one picture a month, maybe. I think I had, by the time I quit my job and decided to make City Society into Six Degrees Society, I think I had like 300 Instagram followers. So I wasn't doing it because I had a raving audience full of Instagram people. But as time went on, I I tracked my Instagram through KPIs. And that was one of the most fun things to do was to track it and to see the month over month or week over week growth. So if you're not familiar with a KPI, it means key performance indicator. And it's setting a metric for yourself and just being able to look at the data and and see what, do a little bit of analysis like, oh, I hosted an event this week. I got 30 new followers and understand why things are changing. Um, 
the thing that really helped me grow my social media and then we'll go into this. So I'm jumping ahead. I did giveaways. I did a shit ton of giveaways. I'm going to stop there. I'm sorry. I just, already, I can see you like being partially traumatized by knowing that I'm going to pause you and make I you know. <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I just, I just like, I just saw like my KPIs pop in front of me and then the numbers change. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is wonderful. This is why we make such a great marriage because, um, this relationship that we have. Okay. So here, here's the question (laughs) that Emily and I get asked 500 times a day, which social media platform should I be on for my coaching business? So let's start there. How do you go about circa this recording 2023 selecting the air quotes, right? And by the way, if you're watching YouTube, you can see the air quotes. Plug for YouTube. Um, Our seven, our seven viewers are going to love it. (laughs) <laughs> my mom's like one, your mom's another one. Anyway. Yeah. Um, my mom doesn't know where YouTube is. Yeah. Okay. So I have lots of thoughts, but I'm going to toss the question to you first, Emily, I'm going to give you the first stage. So how do you decide which platform's right for you? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Lex, in all honesty, I think we, we talk a lot about this. We go back and forth on like, you pick one platform and you do it well. Yes. And Also, once you've done one platform well, you can also do another platform well too. So just because you're on one platform doesn't mean that you're exclusive to this platform. Now we're going into polyamory of uh, (laughs) polyamory of social media, basically all. But I started off with Instagram. So I think the first thing that you should do is figure out where do your clients hang out? Are your clients high net worth individuals who are workaholics and you're a health coach who's focused on helping people heal their IBS due to chronic stress and um, 72 hour work weeks? LinkedIn might be your ideal platform. Are you more geared to stay at home moms who are uh, passionate about building gardens and baking sourdough bread from starters, Instagram might be a better place for you. So specific. <laughs> I've been watching, I love it. been watching a lot of like really cool Instagrams on that. What I do well on a farm side, side note. Anyways. Um, so just figuring out where does your person literally hang out? Maybe that mom that I just referenced, it hangs out on Pinterest. Like Pinterest might be a really good platform. And, and a lot of times when we think of social media, I think we, we do ourselves a disservice and only think about Instagram as the the exclusive only place to be. Same thing, same question I'll ask you too. Um, do your are your people Gen Z and do they speak this different language and they like to do dances and funny videos and and they spend their hours on TikTok. So figuring out where they're hanging out is their first thing. Lex. Co-signed. Also, uh, I have to say something. I oh no that dates us. Because you said the statement that we all only think of Instagram. I just did a podcast for the PR bar, Pitching and Sippin' is what that show is called. And I had a gal who, she launched a PR agency at the 24, she's a Gen Z. And she's like, literally we, it's TikTok. Like anyone who says Instagram, like no one in her generation at all thinks of Instagram. So you and I saying that, I think that's really time stamping our age because True. my mom, you know, every generation has book. a different form. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And that's another thing. You're absolutely right. Like it, it, 
Facebook was the Mecca for so long. Like, I think if you look at the number of communities that have been built on Facebook or Facebook pages or whatnot, like that was the number one thing you were told to do was follow me and friend me on Facebook. And now Facebook is like my Gmail, my personal Gmail. It's just like a placeholder for a lot of junk email. It's like, it's not, it's not being strategized. So um, great point. I love that. So I think Emily commented on the first great question to ask yourself when you're coming to strip from it, from a strategy standpoint, where are your people hanging out? Right. So that's part of it. The other thing that I've seen that we've seen, um, that I like to mirror or yeah, mirror that strategy with is recognizing who you are as a coach. So in order for social media, okay. Backpedal. You can be successful on any social platform. You can fill your coaching calendar from TikTok, from Instagram, from Twitter, from LinkedIn, from insert all the places. All of them work. The key ingredient is showing up consistently and it being conducive to you and your people. So let's say you are a business coach and you're going after millennial women, there might be a few platforms that you could activate. Have a heart to heart with yourself and say, which platform can I, and will I genuinely show up to day in and day out? Because that is one of the biggest keys. You could say, sure, I'll do TikTok, but if you really aren't going to consistently be on TikTok, mm-hmm. then it's just going to fall flat. So I think there's there's the strategy, but mirroring it also with a commitment and knowing yourself well enough. Um, if you're a writer, for example, and you hate graphics and you, you don't want to be on video, um, maybe LinkedIn is your platform because that lends itself to a lot more text-based type posting. Whereas if you're going to go activate TikTok, there's an element of video. And if you're someone who hates video, then even if TikTok is strategic, maybe it's not the right choice for you. Lex, how can people find out how to work with us? Super simple. Go to readysetcoachprogram.com. Link in show notes. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And we hear a lot of, I, in my mini sode that, you know, everyone thought was the best episode so far, they, uh, <laughs> likes the spir- <laughs> <Alexa> spiraling out. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest, one of the, I know one of the biggest challenges people have, and I, I said this in the mini, mini sode, this feeling of like, well, I hate showing my face or, well, I, I'm so embarrassed to show up in that capacity or like, oh, I don't know what I would even say. And we've probably said this in about seven of our episodes, but I'm going to reiterate it that a lot of times these platforms, which we feel like we have to be performative or we have to be, we have to be selling all the time. I think that's like the biggest takeaway. They're like, oh, I hate selling. I I don't want to use my Instagram to sell. Everyone's, I love that there's always this word, everyone. Everyone's going to judge me. Everyone is going to think like, what is, what the heck is she doing? Who does she think she is for selling? Do, 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 do. All of these false narratives that we tell ourselves, which I a thousand percent had, I was so terrified to post the first time or ask for something of my audience. I, I, I had this invisible um, little jury out there that was just judging me for, for what I was putting out. 
But the lesson I'm trying to convey is that I think these platforms can also be utilized very much to Lexi's strategy when she launched the PR bar. Instead of you feeling like you are selling and you are just dancing all the time, you you could be offering value. You could be educating someone. You could also, what if you gave someone exactly what they needed because your post hit them at the exact right time? I think too, what we often forget is the actual name of social media being social. It's a platform to cultivate community. It's a platform to engage. It's a platform to be social. It's a platform to show up in service. One of my biggest pet peeves currently, because I have many, (laughs) maybe it's the sleep, sleep deprivation stage of my life. Is how long is this stage happening, by the way? The rest of forever till she's okay. 18. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, when she's done teething, maybe I don't know. She's girl is partying right now. It is okay. I digress. So reeling it back in when people tell you, and I I almost would bet money on everyone listening to this show. If you're in the coaching space, which I would assume you are, you have seen an ad or you have seen someone telling you that X platform is the platform. Mm -hmm. The platform you need to be on, the platform that works. This is the platform that everyone's making money. I'm not saying they're wrong, but they're not painting the full picture. And I think a great example is Emily recently just decided to double down on a different platform than she usually doubles down on. And she's showing up consistently. And I'm teeing you up to share this story now. Well, I want to start with um, a shout out if you guys do want LinkedIn support and help to Molly Godfrey. She slipped into my my Instagram DMs and was like, Emily Merrill, you are leaving so much money on the table with LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, God, I roll. I am being sold to blah, blah, blah. And I took that challenge as an invite to challenge myself. And so for the last 30 days, I've been posting pretty much three to five times a day on uh, a day, oh God, a week on LinkedIn. And one of my favorite things about LinkedIn, which I didn't know they had this was save a scheduling tool. So I've been pre-writing and pre-batching all of my LinkedIn posts. And I've been really, what, what actually helped me to like create the content was sitting down with someone who I've worked with, she's been a client before. Uh, She's a member of Six Degrees. And I was like, what do you want to see more of? Or what are you curious about from me? And she like rambled off a whole bunch of things. I was like, okay, this was a great starting point. So from that that conversation, I batched out a month worth of content. And I, guys, I have, I'm I'm a connector. I'm a people collector. I have 6,000 connections on LinkedIn. And in the first two weeks, my impressions went up 4,000. And I was getting eyeballs and I was showing up in people's feeds that were vacant for a very long time. And from that, this, I'll make this long story short. uh, I posted about my podcast. I never, I never talk about our other podcast, my other podcast, the six degree with Emily Merrill. And this girl saw my post about the podcast. She listened to the podcast from the podcast. She Booked a uh, booked an appointment with one of the coaches on the podcast. She booked a call with me. After the call, she became my client. And all of this was because I took a chance on being consistent. 
So now I'm really excited about LinkedIn. It's proving to me that like I am visible, I'm showing up in exactly the right feeds that I want to be showing up to. And while again, sometimes it feels like I am screaming into a void that no one is paying attention to, I'm really grateful for giving myself the shot to be there. So I'll also be candid with you. I schedule my posts out on later.com and later started initially gave us 30 free posts per month on later. Then it was cheap. 10 free posts to like pre-schedule. Now it's five. And if anything, it's making me deprioritize Instagram and hang out that much more and engage that much more with people on LinkedIn. You know, you can schedule directly through Instagram. No, no. Yep. What? Yeah. Thing now. Go to advanced studies. I'll show you later. Guys, you can schedule. They basically Instagram just put later. I don't know. Later is probably panicking. I feel bad for their PR team. The lesson that I want I want everyone to hear from this is it's not LinkedIn, it's not Instagram, it's not TikTok, it's not Pinterest, it's you. It's, it's you. you. It's I'm the problem, it's me, but it's you. <laughs> it's showing up, it's committing to a platform and committing to getting messy and committing to trial and error and committing to getting to, to know that platform. LinkedIn works great. Instagram works great. TikTok, they all work great if you show up and you show up fully and you show up consistently and you show up authentically and you don't just also treat it as a one-way relationship. Yeah. It's, it's also taking time, time blocking time in your day, 10 minutes, five minutes to go through and engage and interact. And don't forget that social part of social media. Lex, how do you, how do you recommend engaging? Is it commenting on? Posts? Yeah, it depends on the platform, but I think again, that's where once you choose your platform, you have to get to know what makes that platform tick at a given, in a given season. And this is also the frustrating part about social media is how quickly they're always updating their features and algorithms. Um, it can be hard to keep a pulse on all of them, but let's say you decide to double down. Well, continue with LinkedIn and you for LinkedIn, what does engaging, engaging look like it? Yeah. It looks like actually liking, commenting, interacting on other people's posts, not just your own. It's exploring different LinkedIn groups, getting to know the features available. Are there LinkedIn events? Um, Can you interact with people in the DMs, getting to know all the cool and unique features um, and, and just committing to it. And I would also say with LinkedIn, I feel like they're always promoting upgrade to pro, upgrade to pro, upgrade to pro, or like get a free trial. So I recently did the free trial for pro. And it's been really cool to see the different stats, like who's looking at my my profile? Um, how are people, like what are, what are the, how do I say this? What are the stats of the views, the insights of the views? Um, who can I message? I took advantage. I'm um, helping out with a summit for my alma mater and like with LinkedIn pro, I was able to message so many people with in-mail that I otherwise wouldn't have done to invite them to the summit. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's certain perks. So turning things on in certain times and seasons of your life might make sense for you. Yeah. Great point. You can turn it off too. Um, So like, you know, budgetarily, like I'm going to go hard to fill my group program for the next three months. So for the next three months, I'm going to invest in a premium subscription. That's really smart. The other thing I want to share is if you're, you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, hate social, you can have success as a coach if you're not on social media, but you're going to have to 
equally commit and show up to a different tactic. That could be pounding the pavement hard at in-person networking events in your city. And if that's the case, then that's where your pool of clientele will come from. Um, do you have to be on social media? You don't have to. I think it's a free and amazing tool um, that why wouldn't you use? And mm -hmm. I think your, your job can be a little bit harder if you aren't using it, but there's more than one ways to four. I have said this example like 20 times this week. I'm, I've literally, I'm annoying myself. You can get to four by going one plus one plus one plus one or two times two or five minus one. There isn't one answer. It's not a one size fits all approach, but social media is such a huge, huge opportunity for those of us running virtual online businesses. Yes. And one social media we didn't talk about and I think it's not for everyone, but I think it's for a lot of people and we forget to, to activate it, but it's Twitter. Oh, I'm on it. That's my main social platform. And that's your main social platform. And why are you on it, Lex? I am on Twitter because for my PR world, that is where journalists are. That is period blank underscore where journalists hang out. So in terms of, you know, this isn't necessarily applicable to me finding coaching clients, but it's keeping me abreast with what's going on in the world of PR. It's allowing me to network with journalists. It's having me keep a pulse on what's going on for news. Journalists share press requests all the time. Um, but there are people there, are, believe it or not, Twitter is still very much a thing. So if Twitter is conducive, like a place you think you could show up on consistently, then that might be the right social platform for you to for you to try out. Yeah. And I have, I have a client who is into web three and she is in to NFTs, AI web three. And like Twitter is where it is for her. Instagram doesn't, no one understands web three on Instagram, but like it, they're all hanging out on Twitter. All of the people who are activating and innovating are on Twitter. Oh, Lex, you know, I love to see you assign some homework. What is the homework going to be this week? I'm going to give you some reflection questions and just going to recap what they were from, from the session today, from the session today, from the show today. Question number one, where are your people hanging out? Okay. Question two, what are they hanging out there for? So if you identify they're on LinkedIn, what are they on LinkedIn for? Okay. And question three, realistically, where can you and where will you show up to commit? Mm. That's a great, great thing to think about. And <laughs> you're so you're so welcome, Lex. Um, and as always, you know, shoot us a note, shoot us a DM, shoot us a LinkedIn connect message. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, add us on LinkedIn. But we want to hear from you what resonated with you on today's episode. Anything else you want to see on future episodes? And we love Instagram too. We like Instagram. So connect with us there. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. Until next time. On the <laughs> uh, Ready, Set, Coach Coach podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Bye. If you're enjoying the Ready, Set, Coach podcast, please leave a review wherever you are listening. For more information about Ready, Set, Coach, visit readysetcoachprogram.com.